Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to PM and the AM, a comedy podcast designed for listeners of all ages. The show that contains the kind of humor to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening. Join us each week as we take a deep dive into some of the funniest debates, purchasable items, news stories, and other miscellaneous topics found on the internet. My name is Porter McNeely, and I'm joined by co-host Blake Bushman, and we're going to bring you a half hour of humor. Blake, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great, man. I actually have I have something to report to you. Oh, uh, we got a report. I did... Okay, well, actually, there's a couple of things. I did, first of all, get roped into making mac and cheese for my family. <laughs> um, and you made it crafts. Was, it was delicious. No, it was nice. Uh, baked. I spent like $30 on cheese. Like this was, a, <laughs> this was a pricey mac and cheese. It was delicious, though, so it was well worth it. And, but the, the big one that we've talked about before is that I was going to make an active effort to finding the difference between light and dark meat turkey. And? and I, and I can tell you that I am team light meat. No, you had to just say that for controversy. No, no, no. no. And, and here's here's what the, the conclusion that I came to. The worst dark meat turkey is better than the worst light meat turkey. But the best light meat turkey is better than the best dark meat turkey. And that's just, that's a fact. Okay, aside from being really confusing, I had some light meat smoked turkey breast for Thanksgiving instead of the usual, you know, turkey in the oven. And it was fantastic. Phenomenal, wasn't it? It was very juicy. It was like Uh uh, pulling apart easily on its own. It was good as leftovers for about, you know, three, four days. I think we just barely finished it up. Oh, man. And yeah, so I have to say that was uh, some really good light meat turkey compared to the the oven. Smoking it is really good. For sure. I mean, when you get a nice, juicy, moist white meat, I mean, it's just better. That's what I'm saying. The best light meat is better than the best dark meat. But dark meat's safer, I I would say. Yeah, for sure. Like on, on an oven-baked, like a, a dark meat turkey leg is is delicious. But I'm, I'm glad you were able to expand your horizons. And I do want to follow up with something else as well. Blake, were you able to do your Thanksgiving morning workout this year? We were. Uh, <laughs> I, was very concern- I was very concerned that I was going to get blackmailed and videos were going to cir- circulate online i can't but, believe they uh, didn't i was expecting it <laughs> no I'll, I'll just i'll just fill it in because the videos are probably wouldn't live up to the hype as much as people would hope but we did do assortment of different workouts and one oh, of wow. them was a the best one in my opinion was something called prancer size <laughs> is this which... like christmas <laughs> no <laughs> you, if you get a chance go look it up on youtube it's this old lady and she like she puts ankle weights on and then she literally just like kind of gallops around and just like she has like a little arms just flowing in the wind and she just literally <laughs> is galloping and then she's like all right let's take the ankle weights off and put them on our wrists and then she's just like <laughs> what jumping around and throwing her arms around it was the weirdest thing i've ever seen but it was hilarious do um, so you we actually all have like fools you- did you have ankle weights or were you just uh prancing no about? no okay. we we didn't do ankle weights we just we were just prancing around with that. So we didn't get nearly as good of a workout in as we should have, I guess. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, I'm sure you need to work up to it. You know, you're a prancer size beginner, and I'm sure that was for right, more intermediate right, yeah. or advanced customers. But, I mean, if you're looking for yeah. a good workout routine, Blake might have just found you the one. <laughs> yeah. Go to YouTube, prancer size. It is very odd. Very, very weird. That, so that was, that was one of the ones that we did. We did a couple. We did yoga, which was unfortunate. I found out. I am probably the least flexible person on the planet. I mean, I top three at least. <laughs> and that was from your online yoga instructor, or how did you find uh, that out? Uh, well, when she was saying to touch, like pull your leg up this way and do that, I couldn't. I couldn't pull my <laughs> leg up that way. Like, 
I couldn't even get into the position to start doing the stretch. I I was feeling things in areas that apparently <laughs> I wasn't supposed to. I was like, guys, my hamstrings are way too tight to be doing this. They're like, this is supposed to be uh, your quads, not your hamstrings. But I was feeling it. I couldn't even get to where I would feel it in my quads because it was all hamstrings. So, well, it does uh, sound like you could yeah. benefit from some daily prancercising then, and hopefully that would loosen you up a Absolutely. little. Imagine the ankle weights; <laughs> they could probably work wonders for you. Glad yeah. to hear that you got the exercise family tradition in. A little disappointed that they didn't turn a space heater on and direct it at you while you were doing the yoga, so you could experience not only inflexibility but also sweating while doing it yeah i would i would have been out of there yeah it sounds like a great thanksgiving as well i had a, a wonderful thanksgiving and i did want to uh, mention to you that mac and cheese made a, an appearance and my wife made it and oh, she made it with baby the, she made it with the shells pasta so imagine that just mm. it kind of like cups up the the cheese in the middle and oh man it was I mean, wonderful. that sounds phenomenal i'm gonna be honest with it, you. it was great, great. It was excellent you, Thanksgiving overall. Did you by chance uh, get around to having some some pie for breakfast? <laughs> I didn't have any pie at my disposal oh. Thanksgiving morning, so I unfortunately did not. I actually did. Yesterday, I got home from work at about 11 a.m., and I uh, finished off what I had left, and it was about a, a little over half a pumpkin pie. So <laughs> <laughs> if the tradition still counts on the 26th of November, yeah, I pounded a half pie yesterday was phenomenal ate about a half pie on thanksgiving and it, w- it was a wonderful day fortunately i'll have to wait until next year i'll have to make sure i'm prepared with pie the morning before because i, I missed out on the tradition I'm-, I'm a little disappointed in myself but yeah you should be we're gonna be moving on today we have a good show coming up for you we have a another listener submitted question and then after that we are going to be doing a battle royale of princesses we're going to see in a fight to the death which princess is the toughest, strongest, fastest, which one has the most intellectual advantage, or whatever. We're going to be ranking our top eight, and then we're going to be having you guys vote along on social media. But before we get into that, we have the results of our uh, do you eat breakfast before or after you brush your teeth, which Blake and I both agreed that we're after people. And mm-hmm. 68% of people also agreed with us, but that left me wondering, who the heck are the 32% of people that brush their teeth before breakfast did anybody give any reasoning to this or was it just them being absolute menaces to society no reasoning i just saw a couple of comments that said before and then i saw in the voting that 32 percent of people do it before i'm guessing it's for the bad breath complex that they don't want to just wash it away with their breakfast they maybe want to go into it with like a minty taste or something that's the only thing that i could uh, imagine so backwards <laughs> I, let me say this though all i know is that my sister is a dental hygienist something like that oh, i don't okay. actually know the actual title but she works like in dental offices and she said that she's an after person so i feel oh, wow. very very vindicated <laughs> and justified in saying that it is the correct way to do it that is good to know because i kind of just made up the nine out of ten dentists but now we have a one out of one dental <laughs> hygienist recommend there after. you go yeah 100 <laughs> percent. so there's the results for that question and uh if you're the 32 percent who brushed before consider just trying it after one day and then realizing that your breath now doesn't smell like uh whatever you just ate so <laughs> you're benefiting day. you're benefiting everyone else around you <laughs> Blake, do you want to introduce the listener submitted question that we're going to be going over this week? Yeah, for sure. So we got this sent in, and it this one it's it's kind of an interesting one. It might you know cause some uh, some strong opinions in people, but it's what conspiracy theory do you kind of believe is true? 
<laughs> I'm glad they said kind of because I don't I don't think I'm the kind of person that's like passionately pro whatever government conspiracy. So I'm glad the fact that it's kinda. Hmm, that's okay. Let me off the top of my head here. I'm thinking kind of true. Okay, I think I would say I kind of believe Bigfoot is real. <laughs> okay, okay. But, but I do like the fact that I can leave the kinda in there because I'm not the kind of guy that's going to be watching the TV shows where they're hunting for him with no little to no evidence. But, you know, I could imagine that, you know, there's some creature out there, a Sasquatch looking dude that's just roaming around and hard to find. So I think I there's, like, there's a possibility there. I feel like if Bigfoot is real, he's got to be like super smart. True. If he's able to hide mm-hmm. from everyone, like. I just feel like it would take a certain level of intelligence because we, we know, like, creatures that are in the deep ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if we can find deep ocean creatures, we, we can find Sasquatch. I well, we know, know. So some creatures in the deep sea. There's still unexplored territory that we don't, we yeah, don't know about. Fair. So, I mean, and that could technically be uh, true with forests, but I think tied to there, and this is where the kind of come in, comes into play with me, I think there's uh, some teleportation within oh, the theory oh, and some okay. uh, invisibility tied into there as well. So, and I'm not on board with those. I, I want to make okay, that abundantly I, I, I clear. Was gonna ask, I was going <laughs> to ask if you thought Bigfoot was like a wizard or something. <laughs> <laughs> he did get Harry Potter's invisibility cloak, and that is what allows him okay. to uh, oh, so, move around so flawlessly. Right. So Voldemort is Bigfoot, confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about this conspiracy that's frustrating to me is because then I think, okay, well, then I would kind of need to believe in the Loch Ness Monster and the Yeti as well, right? Because they're kind of the same thing. And so yeah, that's I where I, I kind of back cousins. myself out of belief. Yeah, it's just, it, it's too so, hard to believe in three. So you believe in Bigfoot over Yeti? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Oof. I don't know, because now that I'm thinking about it, the Yeti I'm sounds more, more plausible because they can kind of blend Yeti in. for sure, yeah. Mm. Because I think about Bigfoot. All I'm saying is that we have about, you look online, there's 45,000 pictures, but they all look like they were taken with a camera from 1993. <laughs> it's because that's but when he yet, was out and about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been pretty quiet since then. But a Yeti, I just feel like, it, you know, it would be harder to come by, so, you know. True, it I, could blend in. Not as many people yeah, are going to be in the area. That's sure, fair. For that's sure. fair for sure. So, yeah, I all think right. you kind of just uh, brought me around to Team Yeti more than Team Bigfoot. I just changed okay. on air. <laughs> There we go. We're we're moving around. My my conspiracy theory that I kind of believe in is one that has it's made its its way around the internet recently. But I've kind of always thought of it, and that's the uh, Helen Keller's uh, "Dirty Rotten Liar." Oh no! What? <laughs> yeah. How? Here's the thing. I here's the thing. I believe Helen Keller was a person. I do not believe that she was blind and deaf. Or if she was blind and deaf, I don't believe that she did all the things that they say. You're telling me that a lady who's blind and deaf is gonna fly a plane? Get out of here! Wait, wait a you're minute. She's a lady plane? who's blind and deaf. Yeah, that's what they say. I think you're confusing her with Amelia Earhart. No, 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 no. Because it was this big deal. She also they also say that she wrote a book. You're telling me someone that's blind and deaf wrote a book. What is that book about? That book cannot be. It's about nothingness. Is it just the nature of nothing? Because she can't experience anything besides touch. I mean, get out of here. No way. I don't believe that she was. She might have been either blind or deaf, but not both. And she definitely didn't do all those things that they said. She did not fly a plane out there. No, no way. Maybe she could have flown a plane with somebody else. I'm sure she didn't fly a plane on her she's, own. She, that's what <laughs> right? they say, though. No, she she, she can't she fly on her own. sat in a plane, maybe. She sat, She was the backseat driver to Amelia Earhart, maybe. But, like, <laughs> oh if Amelia Earhart, an experienced pilot, 
gets lost at sea. You're telling me a lady who's blind and deaf is going to take off land. She might have, like, put her hand on, on, like, the controls while it was flying. But she did not know. No That's what way. I'm saying. Because she could have flown a plane because planes have autopilot. I don't know about, I don't know she, exactly what she time sat she was in the pilot seat. But she could have held the wheel while it was flying. And it didn't say she took off or landed, did it? That's that's the part I, where I don't know enough. I, I think know. you would need sight. I don't know enough either. But I think this is probably one of the most offensive takes you've ever had on this podcast, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> she is full of it, dude. I oh I think here's I here's the, where the conspiracy theory comes in. I think she, she was like just a money grab. Oh my! Uh, you know what? the people the people were using her as a puppet. Wow. Or something. That's probably my strongest my strongest take for a conspiracy theory. I. I really need to see some strong evidence before I'll, I'll just believe that somebody that was blind and deaf was able to do all those things. Because I can't do those things, and I can hear and see. So Wow. Well, everybody, make sure to flame Blake for his insensitive comments. Uh, nope. I'm going to get people rallying behind me. You wait and see. <laughs> no, you cannot. You wait and see. You cannot cancel Helen Keller for her wonderful accomplishments and wonderful life that she lived. And the no accomplishments. As- astonishing and amazing impact she made in the blind and deaf communities. So I am not. not like they know about it. Who's going to tell them? Oh my gosh, I am not on board with that take at all. <laughs> but I do not think she could land a plane. I, I hey, so that's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> that's, that's, crazy. that's all I know. All right. So uh, moving into the next one, I think there's probably aliens at Area 51 because oh. why else are they guarding that with every you know technology and security and everything that you know that they could throw at it if there's not something like that there unless it's just like a giant redirect to make people think about it but i think they've got to have something there that's extraterrestrial they have to right because because they say it's like weapon testing and stuff right is that Mm -hmm. is that like their their reasoning yeah i mean do you remember the big uh raid area 51 thing that happened a couple of years ago yeah <laughs> i mean i kind of wish that like i mean I, I know people met up and there was like a party or whatever but it, it, you know it would have been a good time to uh to see what was going on in there yeah because i don't know what it is but there's definitely something they don't want people around so hopefully it's something interesting otherwise that'd be a huge disappointment for sure so i i think uh i'm definitely kind of on board with that as well but not all the way in but i think those are the only two that i could really look at and say huh there's probably something going on there but i don't know exactly what it is i i have i have one that i thought of recently and it's not really a conspiracy theory as much as it is my brain thinking i don't know i'll 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 tell it to you and i'll let you know what you think because this isn't really a conspiracy theory but it is something have you heard about the male seahorses i don't let me let me me fill you in let me fill you in so in the in the seahorse community, it is a belief or a fact, whatever you say, that the male seahorse is the one who gets pregnant. Oh, and, wow. you know, to me, that kind of just sounds like that's the female seahorse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, no. I, so here's where the conspiracy theory comes in. And this is one I created when I was talking to my wife literally last night. <laughs> and I believe that the, uh, you know, whoever discovered this, for the longest time, they believed that, you know, oh, this seahorse is male and this seahorse is a female for whatever reason. 
and then when they saw it was pregnant, they were like, ah, crap, uh, we can't change it now. We were wrong, but I guess the male seahorses get pregnant. And then they just... They were too far into the it. lie. Because, <laughs> wh- yeah, except why on earth would there just be one random animal that the male is the one who gets pregnant? It doesn't make sense. Like, just make that one the female. Like <laughs> In all of <laughs> biology, across all animals and species and everything else... What differentiates the male from the female largely is the fact that the female animal can get pregnant, except for the seahorse, where the, some scientist was too stubborn to admit he was wrong. Okay. I feel like there's almost like an outlier in every species for every sort of characteristic. Like I feel like platypus have some uh, weird thing that they yeah, do or something. They, but... Yeah, they're they're mammals that lay eggs, I believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's just like the random one-offs, and so somebody yeah, so within the biology of... community probably just needed to get that extra discovery to. Uh, <laughs> I guess that would be a marine biology community needed a little uh, extra street cred yeah. within the bi- biologist conventions or whatever. And so they were like, well, we're going to do this this way. You know, that's a conspiracy that I guess you uh, home cooked and I never would have spent any time thinking about until just now. But yeah, so you have biologists it. are full of it. Same with Helen Keller. Thanks to the <laughs> submitter of that question. We loved going over that and hearing Blake go from controversial to biology. If you guys ever want to <laughs> hear a question answered on the show, just DM it to us on Instagram and we will give our do our best job to answer the ones that we choose of those questions. Uh, stay tuned. We are going to be back with the Princess Battle Royale. You're not going to want to miss it. And we are back. This week we have a morning drive debate that is going to be one for the ages, Blake. I am very excited to announce the Princess Battle Royale. Yeah, this is this is one that we've talked about quite a few times, but uh, we're finally getting around to it, and I am uh, I'm interested in seeing how this goes. Yeah, for sure. You have the first overall pick, and this isn't narrowed down exclusively to Disney princesses. We thought about doing that, but... I don't think there's too many other ones to throw in the mix, but I do think there are some that are recognizable and deserve to be on this bracket. So um, this is going to be labeled like a princess that would win in a fight to the death, whether that is through her intelligence, whether that is through her strength or powers that they do have. So we are going to be going over those. Blake, you have the first pick. The time is now yours to make a mistake and let the powerhouse slip to me. <laughs> so initially I we talked about this and I thought it was going to be just Disney princesses and then when we decided to make it uh, a more broad uh, you know bracket the, it kind of threw me for a loop and uh so I'm I'm going to pick one here I'm actually going to get one out of the way the one that I thought I was going to pick was going to be Elsa and the reason I I'm going to say that is because I'm pretty sure she's technically a queen and so I'm going to disqualify her from this Oh okay it is that is a that is Queen Elsa. She was at one time a princess, but I feel like for the sake of this, yeah, if she's I'm, ascended, she's ascended. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I I don't feel like she counts. So with that being said, I'm going to take Princess Leia. Oh, dang! See, I didn't even see it going in that direction. That was a good pick, Blake. That was a good I'm, pick. I'm ex- I'm excited about that one because hopefully people will remember that uh, in the later movies she uh, was training as a Jedi and you know she had you know a lot of those same powers and stuff and so uh, you know she had a lightsaber she had for the Force and all that so if people recognize that I mean she's she is a powerhouse so I'm 
I'm happy to get her on my team. Oh, good pick. Yeah, definitely overlooked that one. I didn't choose any princesses that are not animated, I guess. I was just not even thinking in that category, but that is fair game. You had a good one. Uh, you brought up something interesting with Frozen, and that just reminded me that there's a couple of the movies when I was looking at these top princess lists that I've never even seen. And so I'm trying to keep those off my list, but it might come back to hurt me in the end. We will see. But with the number two overall pick, I am going to take Princess Fiona from uh, Shrek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because okay. when I think of princesses, I actually, you know, I think of all of them in the context of, I believe it's Shrek 2, where they have to go raid the castle and all the princesses, like, use their powers and they like go like destroy the castle and they break in and i don't even remember what they're trying to accomplish i obviously need a refresher but uh yeah so i have to take princess fiona there i think you know fight to the death she's got some uh super strength she's got some ogre powers i was gonna ask are you do you take the ogre version or just the the regular no lady version (laughs) the ogre version why would you take the regular lady version good call (laughs) I mean, the regular one was a little feisty, you know. She put Shrek in his place, but... No, I'm pretty sure she had some kung fu skills that, that are also going to yeah. translate to the ogre version as well. Oh, I don't know if those carry over, but we'll see. What? Uh, <laughs> okay, now I, I decide here between a couple. I have a lot of princesses, actually, that I want on my team, and I more than I'll be able to take. And so I'm in a tough spot here. But I'm going to pick my absolute just favorite princess if I have to... You know, this is, this is a Disney one, but if I have to watch a... a a Disney princess movie. This is this is my go-to, and she is whatever the female equivalent of a stud is. Maybe it's just a stud. I don't know, but I'm picking Mulan. Okay, yeah, that was uh, that was my number two. So you stole that one from me. That's a good pick. That is a princess that was willing to put aside her own needs and you know help out her family, go to war, become a yeah. uh, warrior. And she's one of the few with a sword and a bow and arrow like that. I think that will really help her in a fight. No, that's fair, so yeah. I feel pretty good about it. That's good, because I didn't even think about the princesses with weapons. I did kind of think about the princesses with weapons kind of in other terms, though. And that's why with the fourth pick, I am going to take a frying pan wielding princess. Mm-hmm. And I will take yep. uh, one that also has long hair that could do some damage as well. And that is Rapunzel from Tangled. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a that's a great that's a great choice. Was absolutely on my list. I was wondering where she was going to go because, you know, she has the magical hair and the only bad thing is I feel like if somebody, you know, like steps on her hair and and gives it a nice so- <laughs> slice with a sword. Oh no, it's all she over. Loses, <laughs> she loses some of her powers there. So, uh I I got to hope that Mulan knows that secret and can just give it a nice slice yeah she could definitely become useless in about five seconds <laughs> so i'll be hoping I mean, she, she ties it up that day she, yeah true she still has a frying pan so that's fair that, that's a good sign okay in that case i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with one that is probably a dumb pick because i don't think you've seen it and i could pick it later on um but i want to give her the respect she deserves and that is princess merida i have not from seen brave it. Okay, I figured you hadn't seen it. I I knew I was going to regret picking it. But uh, she basically, you've seen the Avengers. You know Hawkeye? Yep. Yeah, she's Hawkeye. I mean, she she has a bow and arrow. She doesn't miss. She can be riding around. I mean, she fought animals and things in her uh in her movie and she's basically she's like a viking princess so uh that's definitely a really good pick (laughs) that was one of the ones i was referring to 
when I was saying that I hadn't seen it, so I wasn't going to pick them. But yeah, I, she so was actually, yeah, she was actually and, still uh, on the bottom of my list, even though just in case, <laughs> just in case, because I was like, eh, she's got a bow and arrow. So yeah, yeah, that I like the weapons. Ooh, okay, yeah, that was a good pick. Now I'm kind of uh, left to pick between a couple at the bottom of my list here, and I am going to take a princess that has a pet that is very ferocious so i will be taking princess jasmine uh due to the pet tiger because you know they're pretty inseparable crew and i'm not trying to mess with anyone with a tiger obviously and um so yeah that that definitely has to give her some sort of an advantage yeah i mean if she can if she can bring a tiger in for sure she doesn't have a lot of uh armor on you know (laughs) she's pretty exposed (laughs) in that way so i you know, she better hope she can find some cover pretty quick because uh, if one of Merida's arrows comes flying through there, you know it's gonna it's gonna hit something something soft and go straight through. No, I was definitely only making that decision <laughs> because I was like, wow, because pet tiger, tiger. You know, yeah, they always go uh, everywhere together. So that was definitely a big reason. But yeah, agreed. Tiger helps. For sure. <laughs> she no, she could uh, dress up a little bit more appropriately for war. <laughs> this is this is my last pick here. I believe, unless we want to go more, because I, I so I'm gonna have to make a decision here. I'm between two. Hmm, okay, I'm gonna pick one here, and it. We'll see how the people feel about it. It is not a Disney princess. It's a pretty well-known princess, but not. You know, we'll we'll see how it does. But I'm going to pick Zelda. Uh, Zelda's a girl. Yes. Yeah, I Zelda's no a princess. <laughs> Link. <laughs> no. Link is Link is the boy. Oh, I just thought Zelda was that green hat. Wearing no, a dude that's with Link. a sword. <laughs> that's Link. Zelda is a princess. That she's a Twilight princess. Oh, okay. Thanks yeah, for the terminology okay. explanation. Yeah, I got, I got you. No, I, but I'm gonna go off of the basis that uh, she's in Super Smash Bros. Ooh, and uh, okay. I mean, if she can beat some of those dudes up in Super Smash Bros., I'm certain she can beat up a tiger. So Dang, that was might, really good she, reasoning. She might not be well known in the princess world, but I mean, her whole story is about fighting and everything. She knows magic and all that, so I feel pretty good about it. Now that definitely is a really good pick uh, with the Super Smash Bros. explanation. Hopefully, the uh, people that are voting actually listen to the show, so they can use that to determine. Uh, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> what they think, or they're probably just gonna be like, "Who the heck is this?" But I do, I do like the pick there. And with the last overall pick, that leaves me in a difficult position. And I'm I'm gonna break my golden rule and choose a princess from a movie I've never even seen. Oh crap! I'm, I'm gonna choose Moana. Yeah, I knew it. Because I think she's got like some uh, really good powers, right? Some like she controls the water yeah. and yeah. So I, that's a, I've seen Moana and I and she was on my list and she was that was who I was between between Zelda and Moana. Uh huh. Because I couldn't remember in the movie. I know she's a princess, but I couldn't remember if she had power over the water or not because I knew uh the rock whatever his character is. Oh yeah, yeah. Had like was like a god over the sea and so he could control the water. I couldn't remember if if she like inherited those powers or not. So oh, I, I I bet she did. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure. I, I have no idea. I here's my genuine belief though. I think she will do very well in the polls be, because uh you know, I think she's a a fan favorite. So hope hopefully people haven't seen the movie. <laughs> People are like me. One of the things I thought was interesting as we uh, wrap up now that we've picked our top eight, it's crazy how like princesses used to be like so helpless, and then over time they started like <laughs> making them like stronger and like self dependent, yeah. and like how they've changed over time, and now they're like these princess warriors compared to like when they were like needing a, a prince charming. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean Mulan is really the only like old Disney princess, like kind of like of the 
among the classics mm-hmm. I'd say that that we that we picked. But I mean, you know, nobody's choosing Cinderella or exactly. Snow, Snow White. Like <laughs> they're Belle. losing glass slippers, here. they're falling asleep, they're pricking their finger on sp- <laughs> spindles. So princesses yeah. have come a long way, and I, I yeah, think that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm proud of the of the uh, the princess community. writing community. That, <laughs> That they've they've come so far and given us opportunities to put them face to face to battle to the death. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Ho- hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully things things go well for them in here. Absolutely. Well, that wraps up another week of PM in the AM. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. Thanks for all the support, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, the morning people, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend, and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we'll catch you guys next week.